look at what sparked these latest rounds of protests at the university to editor-in-chief of chief of the campus newspaper activate Margot Muzenda uh, a very good afternoon to you and thank you so much for speaking to us Good afternoon. Hmm. Just let's first start with this list. Do we know how it was compiled, how many people are on it, and who are these people? Well, in terms of the list, we don't know how it was compiled because it was posted as an an anonymous confession on one of the confession pages on social media. Hmm. The people on the list are known on campus in the sense that people know who they are. These aren't like strangers that people know of. So the people on the list are known. And the list was posted yesterday evening. Hmm. And has anybody claimed responsibility for the post or was it done anonymously? The post was done anonymously. No one has claimed responsibility yet. Hmm. And what is the talk around campus? We'll talk about the protest, but what is the talk around campus about this list? Are people scandalized by its very existence? Are people scandalized by the people who are on this list? Many people seem to be happy that at least that the list has triggered some sort of open conversation about rape and sexual assault on campus. Hmm. I mean, there are some people who have expressed reservations about making such a list public, but the general consensus is that is that it's been a long time coming, that people are glad that it's something that's out in the open now and that people can talk about it, whereas before people thought that there was a sort of veil of silence around the issue. And, and what what does that mean, it's been a long time coming? Well, generally, people have been frustrated at the apparent lack of attention and focus given to the subject. I mean, the list was published yesterday, but just last week, there was a program or a campaign, hashtag chapter 2.12, that was initiated to get a conversation going around rape and sexual assault on campus, because people feel that it's something that that people know but isn't talked about in in the open. Mm. It's something that's not to be discussed. It's something that's not to be brought up because it's a very unsavory topic. So um, we'll get to the people know, and nothing's being done about it in just a moment. But the So the protests, what are they in aid of? Action to be taken on the list, action to be taken in terms of paying attention to the very issue. Well, I mean, the protests are, have several intentions. I mean, first off, one of the immediate to get attention to the fact that the people on the list are alleged rapists and that action should be taken against them. But increasingly, it's been more of a call to the university to change its policy on rape and sexual assault, the way such cases are prosecuted and reported, and just a general call to awareness to people on campus and in the community that this is an issue, this happens. You know, the people who commit these acts are people that you know, and the people who are victims are also people that you know. When you say something that people know of, are we saying there's a pattern, there's a trend, and um, the university has been silent about it? It's not necessarily that the university has been silent about it. It's just, it's an issue that people are aware of in the sense that it's, it's brought up every now and then. I mean, especially, for example during orientation week for first-year students. They have a discussion on it, you know, in their talks and in the various performances that are put together for first-year students. But the general feeling is that it's brought up once at the beginning of the year and then again in silent protest um, in August and that it's never really spoken about publicly again.
Okay, uh, thank you very much for speaking to us there, Margot Mozenda. Um, she's the editor-in-chief of the campus newspaper, Mali Governor. A, a very good afternoon to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, Captain Governor. Thank you very much. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to respond as well. L- let's first start with the situation on campus. Do we know if uh, there's been calm returned to it at all? Okay, uh, about 15 or 20 minutes ago, everything was still calm. Uh, however, reports were that there was a group of students that have occupied the council chamber. There were no incidents of violence reported. Hmm. With regards to the allegations itself, we'll first start with the fact that there's been a list published or police uh, probing this list or even um, how it came into existence and, and to be published on Facebook. Okay, let me first start, uh, you know, from last week where we started to get reports of um you know, um, a number of persons who have been uh, seriously sexually assaulted. Um, this is extremely serious and concerning, as our record certainly does not correspond with the statistics that were reflected. And we have made an appeal to any person who is a victim, you know, to report these cases to the SAPS. None have come forth. What what what, so, what 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 were the numbers given in terms of those who've been affected? And what do your records show? Okay, my first inquiry came that there were about 22 persons who had been raped on campus, and which we were not aware of. We don't have a number like that that has been reported to the police. So none of these cases have actually been reported to the SAPS in any way. So we could not investigate a case. We can only investigate an act if we are made aware of an incident and then we can take the necessary action. This did not take place. What action do you intend to take now? At the moment, we are in close contact with the university. We're also conducting an awareness and also encouraging individuals, any person that has become a victim to any of these uh, sexual crimes or any crime for that matter, to come and report this matter to the police so that we can investigate them. All right, thank you very much for speaking to us, um, police spokesperson and grandson, Captain Mali Governor. More, uh, a very good uh, afternoon to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, Ms. Dana. How, how, conser- how concerned are you about the existence of this list? Well, at the university, we're obviously greatly concerned with um, the number of rape and sexual violence um, cases that do occur in our country and particularly that they aren't reported. So we are extremely concerned. With regards to the list, we are only aware of cases that get reported to the university and the number of 22 cases um, are not the number that we have reported um, at the harassment office. So we can only deal with cases that do get reported to the university. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of the demands that have been made by the students, for instance, one of the things that they say is that currently there's only one harassment officer. So if indeed there are 22 cases, would it have been possible for them to be uh, to have been reported? We know, um, you know, some of the sensitivities that come with reporting such an act and, and sometimes people fearing all kinds of things. Does the university acknowledge that possibly this may have been a deterrent? Absolutely. The university 
has two um, people that um, students can report to at the harassment office, but the vice chancellor and the university have acknowledged that perhaps this is a shortcoming, and he has said today that we will establish a task team um, which will consist of staff and students to look into areas where we can actually um, strengthen our reporting um, to the harassment office, as well as the policies and other um, factors that may deter students from reporting, but as well as ensuring that we can make campus a, a campus where students are safe and secure. Mm. Let's talk about students being safe and, supo- and secure. Speaking to the editor of Activate uh, earlier on, the editor-in-chief was saying that um, it is known that these rapes and assault occur at the university or around the university. Just how aware are you of the situation and, and the level of safety of students? Well, I think um, it's a false belief when we always think that um, rape is um, the rapists are strangers as opposed to being intimate partners or friends of our friends. And I think that is a myth that we need to debunk when, in fact, a large proportion of rapes take place in intimate partners. Um, and so we are aware that there is a greater need for education around um intimate relationships as well as education in terms of consensual sex and and what rape actually is well um that would be very difficult for the students to swallow when they are saying we are tired of being victims we are tired of management doing nothing about it so when you say you need to educate people about consensual sex it doesn't sound to me like they're confused about what consensual sex is well, not these students who are protesting, but if we do have 22 cases, um, unconfirmed according to the university, but if there were 22 cases or possibly more, that would mean that there are at least 22 perpetrators. Those perpetrators would need to be educated, made aware, conscientized, or otherwise removed from society. And so that's the education that is needed. Is it possible that the university has been perhaps somewhat cavalier or a bit insensitive to the concerns of students, saying that uh, uh, this is not a new thing. It's happened in the past. And some of these people have even found themselves in positions of power, being subwardens, for instance. The trouble comes in that if students don't report and we can't actually take disciplinary action against students, then there would be no record of somebody having committed um, rape or a sexual offence. And therefore, there would be no record showing on that that student's profile to alert us to the fact and therefore they could go under the radar. So yes, we do need to strengthen our reporting procedures to ensure that students are comfortable in coming forward um, to report and hopefully that would ensure that we have a, a greater number of but at the same time, disciplinary action is not the only um, step that is available to students. We have four reporting procedures at the university. So firstly, students do have the option to just report a case um, at the harassment office and not request any further um, investigation. They can, in the second option, report the case and ask that the perpetrator be, be, be called in. The third option available to them is mediation, where they can with their perpetrator and a mediator and the third option is the disciplinary approach. Two questions. How is the university A going to ensure that none of the names that 
uh, have been published uh, invoke libelous uh, suit, given the fact that some people may argue that they're innocent. But also, how do you ensure that there are no further disruptions that may also impact on exams that are upcoming? Sure. So we, with regards to protests, we um, support the student protest, provided that it doesn't infringe on the rights of others. So the other students whose names have been brought forward, obviously they would have cause to um, lay a complaint either with the South African Police Service or at the University Harassment Office. The Vice-Chancellor is still currently addressing students and we're hoping that with the response to the memorandum from the university and the fact that the university is acknowledging that there might be a problem here and that we do need to... um, take some positive steps to strengthen the procedures that are currently in in place and hopefully we can come to a um, solution. And possible libel? Um, Those students would, if they um, lay a complaint, the university would obviously have to um, deal with those. Is the university taking any active steps to ensure that this does not occur? We have um, released statements to students, obviously in- informing them about um, defamation and, and about um, infringing on other students' rights. And um, the Vice-Chancellor is appealing to students to ensure that they don't infringe on other students' rights in their protest. Thank you so much. Catherine Dana is uh, the Rhodes University spokesperson. It's our talking point today, our top story. We're asking how can we... Pre-